Hello and welcome back. I guess we are heading it once again on the Bubba Chat. I'm once again Cash. I'm Yevi. Abel. And I'm Chris. We have finally found Abel a better mic, so now he's not talking out of a toaster anymore. Yo, hey, what's up, guys? It was so bad last oh, episode. God. Um, but yeah, I think last time we ended off with anime recommendations. I have been guilty for not actually watching anything anyone recommended. But did anyone get around to watching any of the recommendations from last time? I think it was Space Dandy for me, Haikyuu from Yevi, uh, that Classroom on Mars thingy for Classroom Abel. Crisis for Abel. Damn That's good show. And then Chris's was the SAO last Alice, season. Alicization, yeah. Alicization. Did anyone get around to watching any of those? I watched Space Dandy. Oh, you did? Yep. Okay, how'd you like it? Like, where where are you? It was so like far? it was. I finished it. No, I I like uh, I I had like one day where I had like about six eight, eight hours, and I just watched it during that because I didn't have anything else to do. Holy fuck! You I wanted finished it was it? after my midterm, huh? What's her? You finished it? Yeah, I the, I no, I finished like the first season. I didn't do season two, but yeah, I finished the first. One. I'll watch season two probably whenever I have like actually free time again. But yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, season two is also a banger. What What are your thoughts though? Okay, you think it lived up to the hype I gave it. I thought it was really fucking good. So like, I'm like a sucker for vaporwave and like synth uh, aesthetics and shit like that. So the the super colorful like you know you you know what the color um palette right that that like aesthetic really like stuck with me. I, I really like that like design. But as for the actual show itself, honestly, like that final episode, I didn't think I could like feel so much emotion for like a fucking vacuum cleaner but damn (laughs) (laughs) only in space dandy dude i was actually like i was about to cry i was like no way but yeah i thought like it was pretty cool how like i kind of liked the whole uh episode by episode thing it wasn't like there wasn't like a plot as such it was just them kind of like dicking around in space and they were like standalone so you could like watch an individual episode and it was like you could like understand what's going on it's like if you were to just like click on it in like the middle of the show and like wa- watch an episode you would probably get the same understanding of someone who actually like watched it in order and i kind of actually like that because there was like stuff that wouldn't have made sense if it like kept going like the zombie apocalypse thing and oh i love that episode yeah that episode the time travel one was pretty good and i i really liked the one where there was the one chick who like lost her parents and then he like took care of her and that was like i I really like that episode holy shit i actually think season two has all of my favorite episodes really i might really yeah i think like i think my favorite episodes from space sandy are the one where he goes to the afterlife the one where there's like the disco battle um the high school musical one i think those three are my top favorite Uh, i think all of them are in the second season i also fucking love the race episode that was really cool (laughs) <laughs> yeah I, I think also what i was talking about last time was the music and sound design from yeah. space dandy is so good super it's really good indeed. i yeah. love the ending the ending is one of my f- oh no no what was it was it viva namida right yeah that i ending? think that was the opening the ending was like oh. the, the soft spoken girl singing. yeah that oh, was okay. super, like i like both it. the ending and the opening are bangers i i fucking love viva namida like that's an amazing song mm. Yeah, yeah, did anyone else get around to watching anything else? Absolutely no, I didn't. <laughs> to be honest. I was just I was just watching the latest Heike episodes. Gotcha. Wait, so you technically that. did watch like a recommendation. I watched my recommendation, recommendation, which kind of goes against the point. <laughs> yeah, I think the only thing I ended up watching was more Doro Hedero. Oh, I started The Great Pretender Season 2. That's finally on Netflix. What's The Great Pretender? Ooh. Wait, okay, so... The reason I like this show a lot is because it could have been in any other media form, and I would have still held. Like, there's nothing distinctly anime about it, which is why I love it. And the premise is basically like an Ocean's Eleven style thing, where there's a con artist out of Japan who then gets conned by a foreigner, and Aww. effectively what happens is he ends up joining this foreigner's like international con artist gang. And every four episodes is a separate arc in which they con some other organization. Aww. And it's very Ocean's Eleven where it's like, there's a bunch of moving parts and only towards the like last two episodes do you see how everything fits, fits together for the heist Aww. to happen. And what makes it really good is that all of the characters have a fair amount of depth and backstory to them. And the takes are also pretty 
mature at times like they'll deal with things like like sex trafficking or like child abuse or drugs and things like that and what makes it so great is that the characters aren't morally motivated the majority of them just want money um so there's great depth of character for everybody Okay. And the other thing I love so much, and I touched on this last time, is I don't like anime tropes at all. And this is and like, this like was no the, anime tropes at all, I'm guessing. Exactly. It's it's the anti-anime. It could right. have been a movie. It could have been a Western cartoon. It would have been good either way. And it just holds up so That's well literally. for a more mature audience. And the other thing I thought it did really well for one of the first times ever is it actually handled foreigners in anime in a pretty good way each voice actor for the foreigners can speak english fluently if they're from an english (laughs) country or if they're from the uk the girl from the uk has an english accent. oh wait so they actually change the voice actors or or the guy from france has a french accent when he talks in english and so the show starts off with the first 15 or so minutes of everybody speaking english and it's kind of cringy because everyone has a different accent and then after the first 15 minutes of the first episode, there's a disclaimer that the rest of the show is going to be in Japanese. But anytime they're speaking Japanese, it's usually they're actually talking English. But okay. then once in a while, they'll revert back to them talking in English. And they actually have proper English voice actors with proper accents for everybody. So okay. it's, I don't know. Like, I, I love cool. the show so much. Okay, so the, the, only, the, only thing I know about, the only thing I know about The Great Pretenders, I've seen that one clip of the girl taking like, this drug by a pool. And she goes like crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's the only yeah. clip I know. I yeah, I think that that one's pretty popular. It's like the brown girl, right? Yeah, it's the brown girl. Yeah, so I think that was the very first heist they do. Yeah, I don't know. The show seems really interesting. I watched the first two episodes, and it's it's pretty unique. So, I I, I want to continue when I have free time. Yeah, I like the opening too. It sounds a bit like Tank from Cowboy Bebop, but not really like has sort of that same jazzy appeal where the animation is also silhouetted and very kind of 1920s 1930s style jazz-esque super stylized intro exactly yeah almost pink panther-esque do you know who sings the ending because i remember um the outro was playing and then it it said who was singing it and i was like what i actually have no idea wait let me search it right now Okay, yeah. while Chris does that, uh, we, we, this is a very long intro, but what, what we were, what was the topic for today? I think we're going to talk about anime that we regret watching or something that we watched because it was hyped up and then it just ended up being garbage. Yeah. Just pop open my list real quick. So I can ah, Freddie Mercury. <laughs> That's what? Exactly. Wait, 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 Freddy, what are you talking about? So Freddie Mercury wrote a song called The Great Pretender and they used oh. his song as the outro. Oh, okay. So they they just used the actual song. Okay, I thought you were like Freddie Mercury, like came back from the dead and wrote the, <laughs> the ending song for the Great Pretender. And I was so confused. I was like, "Wait, didn't? How did they? They got him to sing a song just for this show? <laughs> and no, it's it's it, it's the other way around." Yeah, they yeah. Just, they used his song. <laughs> That's the same thing that um Araki did, or the, I guess not Araki, but David Production did for the JoJo. Yeah, uh, walk like an Egyptian. Yeah, Walk Like an Egyptian, and oh, what's the other one? It's like a, it's a really popular one, but I, I oh, the, like the one they use for the outro, the classic guitar one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roundabout, Roundabout. That's it. Yeah, that's that's, that's made by an English band. Yeah, I don't know, but back to the topic. I can <laughs> yeah, start. <laughs> yeah, go for it, dude. <laughs> um, so. I guess I'll go with one that I think was really hyped during its season that I didn't enjoy that much. I don't know if you guys remember this, but do you remember Raka, Braves of the Six Flowers? Yep. Oh, yes. Yes, I did. Yes, I so, did. Vernon really liked that Yeah, I remember when that came out. It was probably the most hyped anime of its season. Was it? I don't remember anybody talking about this. Vernon would, oh, like, was trying to pitch it to me every day. Yeah, I, I don't know. I remember going on Crunchyroll because that's where I watched most of my anime. And it was the one thing that was plastered everywhere over the website. Oh, okay. So, so see, um, we, we don't pay for our anime. So uh, <laughs> we, didn't, we, didn't, we didn't get those advertisements. I see. But I thought that it was good at the start. 
And then I remember the pacing getting pretty slow towards the middle where they're all sort of stuck in that one building trying to figure out who was the imposter. It was like a super drawn out game of Among Us. Yeah, I, I, the, I like, really like the premise. Yeah, and then at the ending, some like random cow lady comes and it turns out she was also a flower or something like that. All I know is that there were not six flowers. That was, that is a fucking lie. There are not six flowers. There's like seven or eight or something. Yeah, like that. and then and then another lady comes at the end. And I remember thinking, yeah, I had a super good premise. And then the characters all ended up being super one-dimensional and one-note. And then the plot just kind of got thrown away at the end because some other chick came. And right. I don't know if they even made a second season of this, but I hope they didn't because I didn't think it was that good. You know, was it based on a manga or was it based on like a light novel or was it an original? I'm actually not sure if it was based on any source material or not. I can't remember. The reason why I didn't like it, and I watched it quite a few years ago, so I don't remember really specifics about the show, but I distinctly recall disliking it because of the pacing and because of the one-dimensional characters. I think that's one thing that holds true for me for any anime I watch. If an anime has poor pacing or if the characters are one-dimensional, even though the show is trying not to be, then it throws me off. I think stuff like K-On, for example, maybe people will hate me for saying this, I think all of the girls in K-On are incredibly one-dimensional. They have their character traits and that's it. They don't really grow that much over the course of the show, and I think that's fine, because K-On's not trying to be the next, like, Othello or something. It's not trying to be this great epic, right? K-On's just you sit down and you watch cute girls do cute things and you feel good about it. So yeah. that's fine. But when you have something like Raka, where it's supposed to be the most hyped thing of this season, it's supposed to be sort of a mindfuck Inception style anime with a bunch of mind games. It, it was not everybody that. Everybody <laughs> is like a one dimensional character. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make sense to me, especially when the pacing is then garbage. Because if you're going to have a slow pacing, use that time to build up your character's backstories, right? Yeah. And if you're just using that pacing, for no apparent reason apart to draw out the anime, it really irks me. So that was the one thing I re distinctly recall watching that was hyped, and then coming away from it wishing I had never wasted my time watching it. No, yeah, I completely understandable. When you were going like, okay, here's the thing, right? If it's like a an anime original, which I think Rocco was, it's very hard to make it consistent, right? Was it actually the, anime original? I thought it was. I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I might be talking out of my ass, but so for like, it's really hard for an anime original anime, like completely made, like they're not going off of any source material to be like consistent. Cause you know, if it's based on a manga or a light novel, then they know that this shit has worked before. And if it doesn't, then they can just edit it, you know, but if they're making it as they go, then it's very hard to be good in my opinion. Yeah, days. that's true. That's true. Mm -hmm. I think uh, going off of that, uh, one one anime that I regret watching, and I, this is like here's the thing, right? Most anime, even if it sucks, then at least you can participate in the conversations online, and that's fun in and of itself, right? So, Darling in the Franks, uh, <laughs> I've heard like the first mm. half was good, and then the second half is like shit. But at least you could participate in the discussions online on like the Reddit sure, talking yeah. about how crazy, like kind of bad this is. And then your time isn't very wasted, you know, but um, there's this studio. I don't know if they still make uh, works. I really hope they do. Uh, they made one of my favorite anime ever called Nagino Asukara. Holy Asukara. shit. Yeah, it's, it's PA Works. That's the production studio that made I Nagino Asukara. I think I know Asukara. which anime you're talking about. Yes, I, yeah. I fucking hate this anime, right? Okay, so I'll, I'll get there. But Nagino Asukara, I don't know if it was, I think it was based on a manga. But it was no, such... It, a, it was? I don't think it was. Okay. So it was like, was it original? I'm pretty sure it was. Let me check. You Damn. They, they set the bar really high if it was an anime original. Because... Usually, anime originals are very hard to write unless you're like fucking Cowboy Bebop or some shit where that is that is an anime original, but it's held as one of the best anime ever made. Uh, yeah, it's debatable. It's yeah, it's anime original. Jeez. Okay. So, Nagina Asukara. They set the bar very high for themselves. That's the... Uh, that's such a good anime. It's a good story. I could talk about it for a long time, but that's not the topic that we're talking about today. 
the topic we're talking about today is like shit anime that we regret watching. And the shit anime that I regret watching is one made after they made after like PA works. They made Naginasakara and you know, were highly regarded as a good studio just from that first show or something. And then they made Glass Slip, which is kind of like the follow-up <laughs> to Naginasakara. There. <laughs> Fucking hell Glass Slip. Fuck that show. Okay, well, I, like, I don't think I've ever heard of this. Like, what's a quick synopsis? It's probably a good. Yeah. Thing. I I couldn't tell you I, what the I story honestly, was. Let me. I guess the best way to describe it is like there's like this not really a village. It's one of those remote Japanese like town. I, I would say it's like a town kind of. Yeah. Like low pop, the, the usual like almost countryside esque, uh, rural uh, Japanese like anime kind of. Setting. It was by you the know? sea, right? It was by yeah, the for sea. Sure. So it's one of those, and then like. There's like this group of friends, and I think it's like these two dudes and these three chicks, and then uh, there's like they all have like their relationships with like you know one's crushing on whatever the other, and there's like the whole complicated thing, and then like some new dude moves in, and he looks mm-hmm. for the this isn't like relevant to the plot or anything, but a lot of them look very similar to characters from Nagino Asakara, like very yeah. very similar. But same like, art style that's why i thought that this show would be good like you, you could know? yeah and it's like like they look like they're they, some of them look stripped the same but anyway um this new dude moves in he kind of like doesn't really he's not like a bad person like he's a good guy but just him coming in just kind of just, just fucking with everything right because like one girl starts crushing on him and stuff like that i think he's the other the, the other guy who has a crush on the girl like i think he gets is jealous char- like the main character they like most the black hair guy yeah, I think they mainly show his perspective. Do they like show a romance? It's it's definitely romance, but like they they definitely yeah. show it mostly from this guy's perspective, and he just comes in, and I feel like every episode is was just so dry, like nothing really happened, and it was it just like so, the reason so it's called boring. Glass, by the way, is because like the main other girl who's in the show is like, uh, she like her her parents like blow glass like that's their job what was the reason why you guys kept watching if it was i don't know i just kind of like it looks really good and i was like wow this looks good to me watch and i just kept watching and then at the very end the guy's just gone and like he just he just disappears oh yeah and for some reason he like sets up tents in his backyard and camps in his own backyard (laughs) yeah he sleeps he sleeps in the backyard instead of in his like nice bungalow like three like five star house he actually has like a really nice house too like there's like glass walls and shit i'm like okay and his like parents are like pianists or something i respect i respect like camping outside it's just some days where you want to go outside (laughs) no he did did it every day though he's like (laughs) he's like i don't want to be in my room he's bored of his house you know he wants a new experience yeah but yeah overall synopsis the best way to describe is just like people doing daily things they have relationships shit gets complicated new guy after new guy comes in and then kind of stuff gets resolved but at a very slow pace dry episodes and the yeah. guy leaves. That's it. Like, here's the thing. I thought that the rom com, or like, no, it wasn't even a com. It was like a rom drama. Yeah. It was like I thought that would be resolved. Like, there would be some payoff. You know, like, well, at least one couple gets together because usually that's the case in these shows. And yeah. you know, it causes drama did. in the friend group. But they never get together. No, all the couples kind of did get together. It was like open ended. Did they? For the most part, I think. They did, yeah. That wasn't the part like I hated though. I just didn't like the pacing at all. It was super dry. Like I, I literally was like, only thing keeping it, keeping me in it was how good it looked. Yeah, is that was I, I fell asleep some episodes. I, I I actually stopped at episode nine because I did. It was so boring. It was just like usually when I get tired of a show, I don't bother finishing it. I don't. I'm not a completionist. I guess. Meanwhile, this guy, this able guy, right? Huh. He he like completed it, even though I just I, I was baffled. To. Yeah, but I yeah, don't understand. That's the synopsis, basically, and that's why it sucks. I think <laughs> I it sucks. I I couldn't even bring myself to finish it, and I've seen some really trash shows. Damn. Yeah, I don't, even the synopsis doesn't sound particularly interesting i mean i don't know here's the thing though i will i will be honest i did watch this in grade 10 and my tastes have changed maybe it's actually secretly pretty okay and like i was just at the time i i thought it was boring because there wasn't like 
like Gundams fire at each other and like stripping girls naked or something. I don't know, but like no, I, I would, I would, I would bet against that. I would be like, if I went back, I, I'm pretty sure I was still. But naked. yeah, I, because I don't remember this show a whole lot, maybe because it's pretty forgettable. But that's what I remember of it. Maybe it's actually better than I thought and like more nuanced and shit. But like, I don't know. I didn't like it that much. Gotcha. Yeah. So then, on that segue, what is one show that you also hated? Me. That you still finished or like still watched. Yeah. Okay, so uh yeah, so I think it speaks for itself. You guys have all heard about school days. I don't know why the fuck I actually <laughs> okay, I've I've heard such bad things about it that I have never watched it. Yeah, good. Yeah, same. I don't know why I, I was like, there's no way it can be that bad, and then I watched it, I'm like, yeah, it's that bad. <laughs> it might be worse actually. <laughs> I think you guys all know like I, I really don't think I need to speak on how bad school day okay there's parts that are pretty fucking entertaining i'm not gonna lie but i don't think i need to like speak on how bad what's it about okay so like there's like okay i i don't even think i put it on my fucking list because i was worried that if someone saw my list they'd be like yo why did you finish school (laughs) yeah it's not even on my list now that i'm looking at it but i remembered it (laughs) but yeah no okay so it's like i don't don't even remember that much from it because i I, for some reason i watched this also when i was new to anime i'm like you know it's bad but how bad can it be right but, you know, it's basically some guy, there's some, like, he, he's going to school, I forgot his, like, I think it's actually based off, like, a light novel, or not a light novel, a visual novel, now that I think about it's it. It's based but... off an, it's based off an Eroge. Oh, well, so well, that, well, that, should, that should tell you the I quality just, of this writing. I literally thought it was just a visual novel, but, you know, okay, so the guy, he's just, like, an average school dude. He, like, meets some, like, chick on a train, he's like, wow, she's hot, oh, same class, cool, trying to ask her out and all that shit. And he's like, wow, ask another chick for help, uh, you know, with um, asking her out and stuff. She, like, helps him. She gets, like, falls for him. Uh, the guy, tr- like, shoots a shot. I think he gets it. Other chick gets jealous. Uh, shit happens. There's a bunch of other stuff. I'm going to be real with you. I don't remember a whole lot of stuff from the show because this was, I don't even, I'm not even kidding, like, one of my first, like, 15, 10 animes or something. Like, I was new to anime. And then at the very end, he like yeah. um what happens is they go up on like I, I don't think you guys are ever gonna watch school days so are you guys okay no with I, i've never for you? <laughs> yeah go yeah, for it like i think i've read sure, about the end <laughs> okay but like the guy i think like uh, he like first like first what happens what causes the ending is he uh hooks up with like he hooks up with the girl that helped him try to hook up with the original girl and then like he's like she they're like going well and then the other chick is like definitely like fucked in the head she's like a yandere i'm like pretty sure and then like the other chick um you know the the guy decides you know what fuck it i kind of want the og chick and then he goes for the og chick the other chick gets jealous who isn't a yandere but jokes she actually apparently is a yandere and she like stabs him in his room and like you know he he dies and shit and then like the other chick who's a actual yandere sees him dead and then like saws his head off and puts it in a bag and then they have they both have like their own like machetes now these two girls and at the very end um the the chick that helped the dude out to hook up with the og chick uh she's on like the roof of the school and then she gets confronted by the yandere chick and the yandere chick's like yo why'd you kill him and shit and then you know she's like explains everything and then they attack each other with the knives and then uh yandere chick wins and then in the bag is it turns out is like uh it is actually the dude's head and you don't know that then like it's at the very end of the show it just skips to her like on a yacht with her younger sister and she's got like this bag next to her and you're like oh what's in this bag and she like unzips the bag and it's the guy's head and she's all happy and it's like the end i'm like okay <laughs> That yeah. sounds like hot garbage. Holy shit! <laughs> no, it, it is hot garbage. So, that got messed up. It's, it's longer than most animes. It was like fifteen episodes, and I watched every single one. And I finished it. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? What have I done? Here, here's the backstory. <laughs> here's the backstory for School Days, as as far as I know it. So it, it's an arrogate, but the anime adaptation does not include any of the sex scenes. So all you have is like the, a really shitty. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, the, I'm just saying, like the anime is just—it's literally the bad ending. That's it. It's just, yeah, it's, it's I'm, the I'm bad like, ending. Sure that's what it is. It's like they ignore every good route, and they're like, you know what? We're gonna go for the worst route in the uh, yeah. it? in the visual novel or whatever, and that's what it is. So the thing with this, the main character in School Days, he's dating this one girl, uh, who he gets, who who he hooks up with, like in the first 
first two episodes or something like that. And then he starts hooking up with every other girl in the show while dating the main girl still. So it's like, it's like, what are you doing, man? You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's the, you know, usually, usually in Aragay, right? It's routes. So it's different girls each route. But for this one, they just decided, hey, let's just include every girl in one route. How, well, how could that go wrong? Wait, I don't you know? read a lot of manga or is that the, the author writes different routes for oh, each like of the a, characters? It's like a playable adventure. So yeah, it's, it's a visual like, um, Yeah, it's like imagine a game, except you just have decisions at each point in yeah. the game. And then the game will progress like based on the decision. Wait, this is like in book form or manga? Um, no, it's it's a it's, it's okay. A game. So it's a game. It's a game. So like, okay. Yeah. So you know Doki Doki Literature Club. You yeah. played it, right? It's basic. That's a that's a that's a visual novel, and it has routes right. and okay. stuff like that. And they just they so made an anime adaptation, and they chose the worst possible ending. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's the backstory. Perfect. But yeah, it'll it'll live on in infamy because School Days is shit. Like everybody knows it, dude. I I didn't even know that happened though, because like when I when I heard of it, like everyone's like it's just really really bad, and I'm like it's called School Days. It's probably just boring or something. And then the guy (laughs) just like it it goes to school, and that's literally it. (laughs) It's just he goes. There's a lot more than him going to school. See, the thing is though, like no matter how garbage it was, like we're still talking about it. And people like will forever talk about Dude, it. Dude, I will admit though that shit was like entertaining as hell. Like it, there was some there. I like I, I I hated it, but there were times when I was very thoroughly entertained. Okay, I get that. I completely agree with what Cash said there. Though. Yeah, it's just like yeah. At some point, you become so bad that it's you're just good. a landmark, <laughs> and but you, you no can't look away. Yeah, and what sucks is that there's anime that are much better than School Days that no one remembers and no one ever talks about. And it's just School Days apparently was so shit, but it's still talked about, right? And that's got to feel bad for the guys who actually like put time and effort in to oh, make yeah. something good. Then everyone forgets it in place of remembering School Days. <laughs> Dude, it's like yeah. the room of anime. <laughs> the actual, that's I actually think, such I think a good it, analogy. Yeah. I think it actually might be the room mm-hmm. of anime. It is the room of anime. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then, um, Chris, what would be the room of anime for you? <laughs> I'm excited for your question. I don't, I don't know, because like usually when I'm watching anime, I just finish it, even if it's bad. And okay, like, but do you regret watching it? Which show? Like all the show, like all the isekais I've watched that were like trash, and I shouldn't have watched them, but I finished watching. Thinking like back on it, like, um, if you guys heard of Knights and Magic. Oh my god, I watched that with you. Yeah, I remember. Nights and Magic. I think last last season, two seasons ago, there's like Kenjo no Majo, some OP wizard guy, reborn as the Knights son. and Magic? Yeah, Nights and Magic. It's about this, um, some guy gets reborn into like a fantasy mech, mech, mecha kind of setting. Yeah, it's weird. And, it ha- It was like, yeah. it was fantasy, but they had mechs. Yeah. So like, how does that it, work? It was really weird, yeah. But, like, thinking back on them, it's like, if I didn't watch this, like, nothing would have happened. Like, I could have just skipped this. And I'm just, I don't know why I keep watching them. You got nothing out of it. Yeah, like, I didn't get anything out of it. Like, I didn't learn anything. There was no new, like, exploration. It was just the same thing packaged in a different art style. I think you're just hopelessly addicted to isekai. Like, you'll, you'll watch any isekai. Like, I don't know. Maybe there's just, like, that small hope where, like, this one, it might pop off. It might be the best anime <laughs> I've seen, yeah. but it's not. And I just keep searching for that next hit. It's like, it's like addiction. I don't know. You're, you're looking for the next high. Like, <laughs> oh, man. You're like, oh, man, Shield Hero yeah. is so good. Let, let me find the no, next no, one. Yeah, because every once in a while, you get a good one. Like, Shield Hero is pretty good. The yeah. Slime Isekai is pretty good. Pretty good. And then last season, I watched this one called, like, Demon King Academy. Mm, and I heard that one was very entertaining. Yeah. So that one, I don't know. It's just, it's better than the rest of, like, the rest of the OP main character Isekai. Just because it's so, like, over the top. It's, like, 
really entertaining. It's making fun it's, of the genre. Is yeah. that the one where the guy keeps like reviving and killing yeah, the same dude? That's exactly the one. That was a great right. scene. <laughs> but, but going back to what you were talking about originally with some of the isekai just not doing anything new, do you think that inherently those were bad anime or is it just because you've watched so many isekai that now it's boring? Do you think if you'd never watched an isekai before, but you watched this anime, that it is objectively good? That, that's a really great, that's a great question. I feel, Yeah, I feel like I am biased because like I've seen all the tropes before. I know it's going to happen. And it's not as it's not as entertaining or funny than the next time. Yeah, so probably if I watched it, I think I would enjoy it. But I, it's kind of hard to say. Yeah, so they weren't objectively bad because of pacing or characters. They're just same old, same old. For the most part, yes. But Nice and Magic is kind of trash. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like, like, what, what specifically made it bad? Like what were you were saying about characters being one-dimensional? This guy's got it. <laughs> Knights and magic. This I don't. Guy... I don't remember a single, a single character from that show. I'm gonna be honest with you, Chris. You finished it? I watched like okay. I watched like seven episodes. Okay. I know that they were being besieged by this like giant like dragon or something, and then the main character comes in with with uh, his mech and like kills it or something like that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, but I could not tell you. They're they're all they're all just tropes, you know. Like the main three is just like the childhood friends or slash oh, yeah. uh, adoptive siblings that he grew up with or something like that. Oh. And the girl the girl has a crush on the main guy, of course, because he's the main <laughs> guy. And then his the brother is like his best friend, basically. Oh, okay. It's, it's just kind of like OP main character wins. Yeah, okay. the anime. You do you don't. I mean, when it's called, when it. it's literally just called Knights and Magic, I think <laughs> you can expect a lot more than yeah, you got what material. you asked for. Like, like the one thing it had going for it was that it had technology and magic, except the magic system and technology system wasn't same. fleshed out. It was just like, oh. let's just put these two together and not really think about it and not explain anything and hope it goes well. <laughs> Oh my, okay, so the the name in Japanese is also Knights and Magic, but in Katakana. There's literally Knights <laughs> and Magic or something oh like that. Oh my gosh. So maybe it sounds cooler as a name in Japan, but... It probably us, does, honestly, like... because all the Japanese ones are all like, I was reborn in this world as yeah. a gorilla or something, and this one's very yeah. simple. They're like theses nowadays. Anime names are getting so long. They're like, I, I was yeah. reborn in this world as a 16-year-old <laughs> child on the 3rd of July and now I'm going to defeat the Demon King in his palace in the middle of the forest. And then there's like the subtitle under it. And it's like, what the fuck? The longer, <laughs> the longer the title, the better it is. Yeah. I feel yeah. like they're like, no one's going to pick up this manga anyways, so we might as well put the synopsis in the title. <laughs> yeah, I mean, true, that was... You know what you're gonna watch as soon as you see what it is, right? Yeah, but but like going off of that, like it's it's hard to recommend someone to watch it because you 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 can't even say the fucking name of the show unless you know. It's I mean, they all have like, short forms like Konosuba Yeah, yeah, they all have, they all have they all have short forms like like Oregairu and I don't know, like Slimy Sakai doesn't have a short form though. It's literally just called Slimy Sakai. Yeah, and you have to hope oh. that like a new Slimy Sakai does show up <laughs> in the future. Probably will like contend with that. Yeah, you know what? Now that I think about it, like I just reminded me, Knights and Magic was very like the what like the whole very generic name, generic show. Like now that I yeah. think about it, there's another show that like fits the whole I completely regret watching and it's literally just called Magical Warfare. And <laughs> it just Magical reminded Warfare. me of it. it is like and it's a, now that I think about it, it is definitely on one of the shows of like that I completely regret watching. Wait, I, I, that sounds familiar. Because what I ranted it? about it to you once in like grade 11 or 10 or some shit because it was so ass. Like the entire show. I think show I only like, remember the Japanese one. Like, it was like it Maho Senso is I think what Mahos. it's called in Japanese. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was, a, it was oh like, it was dog shit. It was like just nothing but fecal matter. I watched the show <laughs> and the dude's like a normal guy. And then he's like, oh, jokes, uh, runs into grill and he now he has magical powers and he goes like this alternate uh, 
world of Earth or something. That's the classic. When you rescue yeah. the girl and she gives you like OP powers and you make like, yeah, a blood yeah. contract or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, like he this, goes. This plot. This plot is just like light novel. Like every yeah. single light novel ever made. And he went to like this other world, right? And then he like fights. He's like trying to rescue her brother, and he does. And then it reveals like another main villain and the, the plot the plot was actually insanely convoluted i had no idea what the fuck was going on i could tell that the show was like definitely trying to go for a season two or to make you read the light novels after because the very end of the show he like gets trapped in like a dream thing that he can't escape and in like the middle of like what is effectively world war three in this in this world and like everything's just going to shit and everything's blowing up and like in the middle of it he like gets trapped like the, the villain like traps him in like some eternal dream thing and then the show ends and that's it <laughs> and you're like i just wasted like i, I wasted know, my hours. entire time because there's no fucking way because already that show was like so convoluted i had no idea of what the plot was going on i had already decided i wasn't going to watch like the season two or the light novel so i was hoping for some kind of at least half resolution at least for like what well, some of the minor subplots in the main show and i never got it and i was like there's no fucking way i'm going to be reading the light novel to actually yeah to, and last all the way to the ending of the main plot so i was like fuck it in my head the ending is that this guy just fucking dies and that's it yeah, even 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 good anime don't oh. end on a satisfying note. You know what I'm talking that about. That is true. Let's not get into that show. I'm so pissed it doesn't have a season two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can can I actually talk about an anime that I think ended up becoming bad because it tried to be good? So I don't know if anyone yeah, remembers this anime ever. But if you know me, you know I like really lowbrow humor. I, I was like gen. <laughs> I like degenerate humor, right? There's this show that came out probably four or five years ago called To Be Hero. I watched the first and six episodes of that. I, and thought, I thought it was all right. It good. was. I thought it was going to be amazing because the premise of this <laughs> is that there's a super duper hot guy who's a dad and he's divorced, but he has a daughter, and his full time job is designing toilet seats. And then okay. one day he tries to take a dump and he gets sucked into the toilet seat. And he's reborn as this really, really <laughs> fat, ugly old guy. But oh he's tasked with saving the world because he's now become a hero. And essentially his neighbor's like this really short midget <laughs> pervert guy. And it's just this really old fat guy trying to figure out how to save the world. But he used to be super hot and now he's fat. He doesn't know what to do. And his daughter's missing his father. And he's trying to still take care of his daughter without coming off as some super creepy old guy. Oh, wait, well, real quick. Can I just ask one thing? Is this the wasn't the guy that like gave him the powers in the toilet in Mario, right? If I'm not it's something, it was something. <laughs> I stupid. remember this. Yeah. Thing. It sounds kind of lit. The thing about the show, no, is it that, does not sound lit, Chris. Yeah, this sounds don't kinda, even lie. Like so the, wild, it's energy. So yeah, so the thing about the show is from the first second, it makes it very clear what it's going to be. It's going to be super degenerate, lowbrow, <laughs> like manic, bizarre humor in the same way that Pop Team Epic is, right? Mm -hmm. Like when you watch Pop Team Epic, you don't watch it for like quality content per se. You watch it because you know what it is and you want to laugh at that kind of humor. Right. And so this is what the yeah. show was shaping up to be. And the first like five or six episodes were hilarious. They were exactly what I wanted from this show. It wasn't trying to do anything else but just be stupid and be funny. And then sometime in the latter half, they decided to actually make it an arc. And they decided to make this guy like a super caring father who then has to battle some like other guy and try to become a part of his daughter's life. And it less became about comedy and more tried to become action and almost a father-daughter bonding story. That is, and then is they so just weird. lost me because the story wasn't even that good that they were trying to pull off. And then they lost all of the kind of funny comedy stuff. Not all of it. There was good moments, but they lost the, the core of it. Okay, so you're saying it's like trying to be too much and it should have just stuck with like... Yeah, like if you're... like, I think the premise of this was to be shit, but uh. funny. <laughs> shit, but funny. And uh, then halfway through, they're like, hey, what if we tried being funny and good? But then they couldn't quite breach the gap from shit to good. And they ended up with eh, and also like, not as funny as it used to be. And uh, if they just kept the show garbage, manic, bizarre, but hilarious, I would have loved it through and through. But they just tried to make it something it wasn't pitching. 
And they sold me a product, and only halfway through my warranty did I realize I didn't buy a vacuum cleaner, I bought a mop. And I didn't <laughs> want a mop, I wanted to clean it up with a vacuum. And I was just oh. thoroughly disappointed by the end of it. And this went from being my favorite show of the season to my least favorite. Damn. When I look back on it now, I'm just, what could have been? What could have been if they just kept it shit? Yeah, that they had to try to be something. They were ambitious, and that was the problem. They tried to be more mm. than doo-doo water. That's unfortunate. That's kind of like Fire Force. Like I had did so they, much. They... Yeah, I had so much like hope because the setting is so cool. Like the synopsis is like there's fire infernals and like people randomly combust and they're trying to like solve why people explode into demons. Mm. And that's that's like a cool premise. But then the characters and like the generic tropes just ruin the whole show it's like you but have you at the you end thought, of the day right huh? at the end of the day it's at the end of the day it's still the same like action like hey let's kill these fire infernals right yeah it's like they had such a cool setting such a cool idea and they just put like the generic storyline on top of it and like they didn't yeah. utilize they didn't do what they could have done like yeah do you enjoy mm-hmm. it still it's kind of like, eh. Like, I'm still watching it, but, like... Not as much. Yeah. I, I stopped watching it after they got to the part where he goes to the mechanic's house or something, and they have to save him from being assassinated. And uh, to piggyback off what Chris was saying, what I take issue with in this anime was that it had a really cool premise and world building. And when Chris talks about new isekais coming in that do something different and that's why he enjoys them that's what i thought i was going to get out of fire force because i hadn't really ever seen something like this and what made it even cooler is that a lot of the early episodes of the show focused on politics and there's a lot of moving parts in the background trying to explain that the firefighters aren't necessarily the good guys and that maybe part of this is manufactured And then all this time they spent building up this political tension and showing you how all of the gears might be working, and then also spending time explaining how infernals and abilities work. They suddenly introduce a bunch of really stupid characters that don't do anything to forward the plot. And it's not like it's as enjoyable as it was before, because if in an episode of 20 minutes they spent those full 20 minutes showing you interesting things, now they spend a good 10 of those 20 minutes showing you these dipshit characters that I don't want to watch. And now the rest of the 10 minutes is interesting content, and either they only show you half of what they're going to show you, or they rush it and try to fit that all in 10 minutes, and suddenly it's not as immersive and doesn't make as much sense anymore. It's so interesting and- because like Fire Force, right, is it's made by the same author who made Soul Eater, right? Really? Yeah. yeah. What? So you think that you think that this person, this author, know, knows exactly how to write a successful shonen because they they made they made Soul Eater. You know, it doesn't get much better than that uh, in the like shonen genre, yeah. I guess. So it's so weird how they would yeah. do something like that. I think another thing to remember is that it's not solely the author's decision. Most of it is the editor's, right? So it could have oh, been yeah. that the author wanted to continue along this route, but maybe it wasn't selling that well in Jump, or I don't know where it's published. And if the editor comes back and says, hey, for this shonen to sell better, you need to add X, Y, and Z stupid characters, or maybe this like more complicated character needs to be written in a stupider and more fan y way. And so it's not always like the authors get to do what they want. Because if they did write what they want, it might not sell, and the one paying them is the company that's publishing for them, right? So if the company's not going to make money, they're not going to make money. And there's no point in even publishing their work at that point, right? That's true. So yeah. it's unfortunate that authors don't really get the creative liberty they want. Yeah, it's such a shame because, yeah. Sorry, Chris. No, I'm say? just going to say it's all because fairy tale ended, you know? Nowhere fans, the fan service, the anime. You got it's oh. just like leaking right. into all of the other subgenres. Wait, they need is, something is to fill that tale void. Published by the same company as um, Fire Force, then? No, I'm just saying, like, oh. because Fairy Tale is gone, and that's where all the fan service is. Our oh, yeah, animes true. are like free <laughs> real estate. We gotta that. pick it up. <laughs> 
They gotta pick yeah. up. Yeah. Okay, fair kind enough. of on that topic though, one thing I did want to talk about was webtoons because I think what makes those pretty cool stuff like solo leveling, um, is that they are self-published, which means they have full artistic liberty over it, right? I I'm, I believe so. Like, do they just like make the panels or not not even panels, just like pages, really long pages, and then they upload it onto Webtoon? Is that how it works? Yeah, essentially. And then I think they take like Webtoon or whatever hosting service they want takes a cut of it. But there's no editor or someone really telling them what to do unless they seek one out and hire them themselves. And so oh. it's interesting because some of the Webtoons I read or manga that isn't published or is done independently tends to be some of the ones I enjoy the most because they just have full liberty over everything they want to write. If they want to spend 10 chapters talking about super political stuff that most of the audience might not like, they'll do it because it's critical to the story. So I enjoy that a lot. And I hope that more and more artists start to use the internet as a platform to publish their work. I know Japan tends to be pretty traditional in their corporate culture, but hopefully as things move forward, up-and-coming manga artists or otherwise media artists tend to publish things independently mm-hmm. because I think they can produce much more interesting works. And hopefully over time, it also pays more. So we'll see. If I'm not mistaken, isn't One Punch Man's original author just publishes his work online? What's his name? Yeah, yeah. I think One. it's just a webtoon. Yeah, and then like he got picked up by an actual artist and he still has like, and the original guy still can do whatever the hell he wants, right? Yeah, so so one, right? So one made One Punch Man. I, I don't remember the website he uploaded it to, but he he did the story and everything. And then it got popular enough where Yusuke Murata, like the god himself, the descended from the heavens and gifted us with the actual like like One Punch Man manga that was turned into the anime. You know, and I don't know, have you guys read the One Punch Man manga? Yeah. No. It is art. Like it should be framed yeah, in the Louvre, as far good. as I know. Dude, the the pictures of Darkshine Alloy or whatever his name are, like, oh my god, the lighting and detail on those. I've never seen like muscles look so good. There's there's <laughs> one where it's like there, there was like a two page spread of Boros's ship entering the atmosphere of the city, and it looks so amazing. It's like he's he this guy Yusuke Murata probably spent like weeks on just this these two pages alone, and it's it's art that's all i'm gonna say and i i think uh after one was done writing one punch man or maybe while he was writing one punch man he also started mob cycle 100 and that oh, never got good. yeah that 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 um manga never got the one punch man treatment with you know yusuke murata or an artist that is that good coming in and you know uh, elevating the quality of this manga as a whole you know, I'm it, actually it still has glad the... it didn't, though, because yeah. I don't know if you guys have watched the Mob Psycho anime, but I love I Life. fucking love both yeah. seasons. I and I like that the art style stayed pretty similar. I was like, I, dang, this is good. They, they like, it's the same art style, but they made it even way better, you know? And because it's such a simple art style, they can do crazy shit with the camera, you know? It, the camera just, like, goes everywhere in that show. And that's why the action scenes are so good. Yeah, and then one thing I was really taken aback by with Mob Psycho was the second season, because the second season just pulled no punches. Like, the story in it was so good, and the characters became so complicated. Yeah, every arc in the second season was incredible. Yeah, especially dealing with Mob's insecurities, and then dealing with the complexities of other characters, and his father figure trying to question whether or not what he's doing is right anymore then finally the resolution you get with the ending because season one of that show was more shits and giggles it was still like a masterpiece it's good but then the second season i did not expect it to go in that direction and unlike unlike oh what was that show called to be hero where they tried to do something more ambitious and ended up being garbage i'm really (laughs) glad they decided to be more ambitious in the second season because it really did land and i just elevated it so much I don't think the writing staff of To Be Hero had like as good of a talent at writing shit as one does. That's the thing. Too bad one one punch man didn't get the second season like that. <laughs> God tier treatment. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, was the second season bad? I heard. No, it's not. It's not bad. It's just garbage. It also, the animation drops a lot as well because it's a different studio. No, yeah, but like that's the thing. Like on its own, it's a decent anime. 
But if you compare it to season one, it's just what is this? This is nothing, you know. It's, it's a disappointment. It is a it is a disappointment. It's not bad. It's just a disappointment. It's like you if know? you go from season one and you're all hyped up and you're like, this is like really unique and cool, and then you go straight into season two, it's just like you went from 180p video to like 240. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's literally like it really it's is. it sets the bar really high for season two. So everyone was like thought it was gonna be really good, and it kind of, it was still good, but like in light of season one, just not the move. Yeah, it's just like One Punch Man season two is nowhere near as disappointing as Seven Deadly Sins season three. So take that for what you will. I haven't seen. Well, you're watching that Seven, Seven Deadly, Deadly Sins season three. I've yeah. seen the clips. Have you seen the clips? I have not seen the clips. Oh my goodness. I'm sharing this with you guys after this episode, after we record this, because you you have to see it to believe it, okay? Damn. Well, speaking of disappointments, maybe another nice way to wrap up this would be to recommend things that aren't disappointments. I think it's Ooh. cool <laughs> to, uh, you know, redeem the art a bit. Because I think this has been a pretty depressing episode. In terms yeah, of dude, I kind of <laughs> enjoy talking about school days. So I'm not gonna lie, bro. <laughs> hey, I mean, yeah, it's, it's like just, it's fun. So, so bad, it's good, right? you know. Yeah, the, the the good thing about watching a shitty anime is that you have a story to tell. You can tell your friends about it and basically warn them or something. Yeah. Right. So I guess yeah, on that lines of maybe something that isn't a disappointment, I think it'd be fun to end with recommendations again. Now, maybe one day far in the future, we can look back and see, hey, maybe we have watched these things or not. That's true. That's a good idea. Yeah. So one thing I would like to recommend, and it's on a similar vein to what I recommended last time, Space Dandy, is a show that I think is really, really good. I don't think enough people have watched. And this might be because of the generational gap. But if you guys are familiar with boxing anime, I think the one that stands at the top uh, is probably Ashita no Jo. Maybe Hajime no Ippo, like is more popular, but like Ashita no Jo is just an absolute classic in manga. And it is really, really good. I don't know if people are interested in reading stuff from way back then, but it still holds up today. I finished it earlier this year and it was fantastic. One of the best endings I've seen. Is is Ashita no Jo the is it the first boxing anime or manga? I don't ever? know if it's the I don't know if Hajime no Ippo came before it, but it was one of the first. I'm pretty sure Ashita no Jo came before Hajime no Ippo, like just from judging from the art style alone. Gotcha, but yeah, it was yeah. fantastic. If you ever are interested in reading something older, it is great. Um, but one okay. thing that came out, I think two or three years ago, was an anime called like Megalobox. And it was essentially the story of Ashita no Jo in more of a cyberpunk future where people do boxing with exoskeletons and sort of the better your exoskeleton, the better you are. And it's essentially the exact skeleton of Ashita no Jo with the same character developments and arcs and trainers and the way he goes through things, except modernized with a really good art style and a really good retelling. And the ending for Megalobox is different i didn't enjoy it as much as the original ashita no joe ending but this is one of the few remakes i've seen where when they put a spin on it with the whole exoskeleton thing it actually made it really really good because the quirk for this thing is that the main character of megalobox joe decides to fight without an exoskeleton and that's sort of what makes him a rising star in the underground boxing world is that people start notice that he's winning even without using an exoskeleton okay um, so oh. you're recommending Ashton Joe and Megalobox? Yes, I will recommend watch Megalobox first because I think it's more palatable if you haven't really watched or read older anime or manga yeah, before. That's fair. Um, and I think it's an amazing retelling and it definitely holds up today. And if you've watched it and if you've enjoyed it, definitely try read Ashton Joe because it is written so extraordinarily well. And even though the art style is old, it's very endearing. So yeah, those are my recommendations. Check out Megalobox if you get the chance, and if you like it, check out the source material. All right, it's like fun. real steel, the anime. I was just <laughs> thinking about real steel. <laughs> I think I think we are the only three people in existence who remember real steel. Is that the real robot steel was, one? Yeah, yeah, it is the robot. It's like the kid. Hugh Jackman yeah. Hugh Jackman robot boxing movie. Oh, okay, That's I remember what it that one too. It was yeah. good. I liked it. I, I, I was it a lot. Adam. Adam. Yeah. yeah. And hey, Ad the the main guy is Adam, and the last boss is Zeus. <laughs> oh my goodness! Ah, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, who wants to go next? Why wow, you start us? Sure. Second us off. 
Okay. So um, my recommendation would be the anime that I mentioned earlier that I fucking love, uh, Nagin Asukara, uh, made by PA Works, the same studio that did the disappointment that was Glass Lips. This was this was this is the anime Not that you actually need to watch. Not a good way to introduce it, but okay. <laughs> yeah, like the, this, you should you should watch Nagin Asukara. So the premise is that uh, there's this like seaside Japanese town, and uh, there are these people who live in the ocean and they come up to go to school on land. So the, the biggest draw for me is the art style. It's just so beautiful. Like, Abel, you, you do you I relate can, to this? I can confirm it is very good. Like, I think one of the best parts of that show is just like, if you like see the visuals in the water, it looks, it's like pretty surreal. Not gonna lie. It looks um, incredible. Because the water animation is on point. And they do this thing where the walls for each, for, for the underwater area is coated in like sea foam or something. It, it makes it look, I, I, I don't know how to describe it. Do you know, have, if you played Overwatch and you played on Ilios, the map, it looks kind of like that, but underwater and more beautiful. And that is actually a really good analogy. Now that I think about it, it actually it really does yeah. remind me of Ilios. <laughs> I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that Naginasakara, the architecture is based on like Greek architecture. Okay, that makes so, a lot of sense. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful show, and if you need if you need like really good desktop backgrounds, that show got you covered. Yeah, okay. yeah. The, okay, the the plot. I think I should talk about the plot too. <laughs> but <laughs> the. Uh, the this it's a twenty four episode anime, so it's kind of like a big commitment in terms of like nowadays, you know what I mean? But it's like a nice drama story. Uh, okay, I don't, I don't know if the love triangle is really anything new, but for me, I ended up liking all I ended up liking and remembering all the characters after I finished the show. And right now, that's the biggest uh, I don't know praise I can give it. It's be- definitely better than Glass Slip. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Okay. Right. And, and so it's like romance drama. Yep. Romance drama. It's not really a comedy. Way more drama. I can confirm mm-hmm. that this is actually like a really good watch. I oh, binged okay. it after I heard about it. And I finished it like years ago. Yeah, it, but it was really, if you really like, cool. If you like the ocean, and I do because I came from a tropical country. And now I'm in Canada. And we don't have an ocean anywhere in sight, right? Unless you're like in BC or something, but I miss the ocean so much. I miss the tropics so much. Uh, and the Naginasakara was the show I watched to cope with the fact that I wasn't in the Philippines anymore. So it just like brought me back to that environment and gave me. If you like, the, if you like water in general, just like the vibe of being by the ocean, this is the best thing you can do. Like. This is the best anime you can watch if you are into that kind of thing. If you require H two O to if survive, you like water, if you, man, if you, you should need check out water, this show. Watch this show. You heard it here. Hydro homies unite. Hydro. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Yeah. Well, what's your what's your Mine? recommendation? Oh, uh, you know what? Uh, let's do. I'm just checking out my list. Okay, this one. I honestly, I don't know why I enjoyed it so much. Actually, no, it, I thought it was really good. It's a good like show to just watch after like you just watched like a comic got killed or something. But okay, is, is, did a comic got killed? The anime just like give you PTSD or something? Yeah, I don't know. I I, I read the <laughs> I read the manga as well, so at least I know that's not how it ends. But uh, mm. what is it? This art club has a problem. Is such a good show. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's that's a it's a nice show. It's one of those shows where I really like you can it. just kick back and watch it. You know? Yeah, it's like it's super chill, and it's like I don't know the characters are are. It's not like they're like they're 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 simple, but it's not like they're I, I at least from what I remember they weren't like one dimensional. Like they they had a lot of stuff going on, and it was actually like really fun to watch, and it's wholesome. There's it's just like the, I remember first episode was like was like holy shit. It was just like super like intense, and then like after that, it was like really really chill and just fun watching. Like you know them screw around at the art club. Like the whole premise is basically like there's a dude, right, and he's like he joins an art club, and 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 there's a chick in it, and this other 
I think the there's there's a president of the art club, and the president's just like he doesn't really give a shit about anything. He just made the club so he could like sleep on the couch, right? Typical. And so he's just there. There's like a, a chick who actually cares about art there, right? And then the new dude who joins is like this guy who joined the art club, but not because like he actually wanted to do art. It's because he wanted like a place where he could just draw like two D waifus, right? And so mm-hmm. the whole pr- the, the 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 show is basically him just drawing waifus and then the random shenanigans and then the girl like falls for him but he doesn't give a shit because like he's only into two D waifus. It sounds pretty uh, pretty entertaining. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. And like I, I like the all biggest the, characters. the biggest strength is the comedy. The comedy is pretty fucking good. My life, the anime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Here, here's the thing about Art Club, the anime. Uh, I don't know what the actual name is called. It's one of those anime. Konobi. Things. It's called This Art Club is a Problem. Right. Yeah. Oh my god, I hate I hate anime with long uh, <laughs> long names in Japanese and like really generic uh, abbreviations, but. The, the good thing about Art Club is that there's a lot of subtle humor in the background. There's a lot of background gags that you don't realize are funny. Oh, that is true. Like, I remember yeah. I was watching, like, episode two or something, and if you look in, like, the lock, like, you don't even notice, but if you look that's in, exactly like, the lock. That's exactly what I was thinking <laughs> if about. If you look in the, okay, there's, like, this one chick in it called, like, Colette, right? Yeah. <laughs> and she's, like, short and blonde, right? <laughs> but um so she's like this like uh, like a year younger than them and you don't even know what she looks like but if you look at the background in one of the episodes when they're all having like a conversation in the room if you look at the locker the background you can literally see her in there but you you would it's almost impossible to tell but like if you go back the, the only re- way you would notice is if someone else happened to notice and they told you go back to this part of this timestamp, and then you look in the background and she's there and you're like holy shit it's like a fucking creepy pasta man yeah. except comedic <laughs> the colette creepypasta yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, there's, okay you know how most anime is just like over the top comedy yeah. this is like the polar opposite it's very laid back but it's pretty funny and it's still really it's still it's not like yeah they don't have to like resort to like what i would consider like cheap tricks in like anime to be funny it's just like it is funny like that's it yeah. like you watch it and you will laugh Gotcha. Exactly. Sounds like a good time. Super chill though. So it's like it's not it's, it's not it's not like boring either. It's like they're like everything's like really fun to watch. It's not like boring chill. It's like actually nice. Okay. All right, Chris. Last but not least. Take it away. You guys don't recommend watch. SAO again. SAO season. Oh five. my god. Wow. <laughs> not no. again. But okay. You should watch this anime called The King's Avatar. So Whoa. it's actually uh, like a Mandarin show. So it's, I guess it's not really an anime, but I don't know what to call it. But Is this the one based on League? This is the one it's, you were telling me about. It. Yeah, it's not based on League. It's just about this esports player. He's like the, oh. in the best of the league. And um, basically his the the intro to the show is he gets forced out of his esports team due to like they want to make more money and they're like you're old and there's new players that are better than you and you're we're kicking you out we need some more money you're not doing it they kind of just throw him back into the streets and it's him like regaining his uh, and he loses his like main account and they take it so the whole show is him like getting back a new account like learning to enjoy the game again like building a team and going back into the esports scene and it's a really cool like it's a really cool premise and also i don't think shows really show esports in that way it's kind of like a sports anime but like about gaming and you you actually get to see the game so is the game like a real game or is it made up no it's a made-up game but it's um what's it called glory yeah it's called glory but it's it's a fighting like mmorpg kind of game and there's pvp tournaments gotcha yeah i think it's it's kind of like uh what's star star fantasy star online no 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 no. Um, oh okay never mind what's that one they play in korea the starcraft starcraft Starcraft. oh okay so it's like if you could take StarCraft controls and put it into an MMORPG. Oh, so, like, so it's like you're 
that how fast you can enter keystrokes will make you a better it's like oh, how okay, fast gotcha. you can min max everything will make you a better player gotcha oh, yeah okay. but like with attack so like i guess i guess like if in league you could i don't know it's hard to explain i it, you, you sh- it's a good watch though because it's very okay it's very where, unique where did you watch it um i just watched it on like my random sketchy anime okay website. it's not like a Okay, gotcha. Uh, I, it's actually they made a, um, they filmed a Netflix version, uh, with like real people. What do they call those? Oh, like a live action. Yeah, a, a live action. It's pretty good too. I watched that, uh, but you should definitely watch the anime version because I think it's it's better and it's probably easier if you're already used to anime to watch that one instead. The only I wonder bad if it's on Crunchyroll. Is you know. I think most people will be put off by the fact that it's in Mandarin and not Japanese. But put that aside, give it a watch. You'll have a good time. It's like really yeah. hype. It's like a sports, a nice sports like sports show where you're like getting back to your former yeah. glory and like winning. All right. Yeah. Well, that's, that's cool. Yes. Show. Like speaking of Mandarin stuff, there's actually quite a few things I've read and watched in mandarin and also korean i think it'd be fun next episode to talk about like webtoon and like yeah like korean and chinese webtoons or shows mediums in general yeah inspired by japan fair enough yeah that's um that's actually yeah that's a really cool recommendation i actually have never heard of that but the premise sounds very interesting also is there a drive for these recommendations no (laughs) we should make one something i totally (laughs) thought we did I forgot where yeah, we get. We should we should make a list and actually like watch some stuff together. So I'm down to just it. have a week or. or yeah, we just the thing is, we're it. it's, we're in the thick of like finals exam season, so we can't do it right now. But mm-hmm. after, for sure. True. All right. Well, I think that's a good point to end this week's episode. Uh, anyone chat. have any last remarks? Not particularly. I think we covered everything. So. Yep. Enjoy the shows if anybody ever watches our recommendations. Thank you for listening to The Puppet Chat. We'll be releasing a new episode bi-weekly, so we'll catch you again in two weeks.